Welcome to the Spring Hills Podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me who has not been on the podcast since her last name was changed. So <laughs> now you are Gerilyn Wilson. Um, it has been a while since you've been on the podcast, but now we're doing a special project here. Gerilyn is our small groups director, and uh, she has a plan here that we're going to be doing some podcast episodes, um, and it's going to be called Next Steps. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So um, the... The whole goal behind this, why don't you explain it? I'm not going to try to explain it. You're going to do a lot better sure. than I will. So, um, yeah, Next Step series, uh, podcast series. So tell us what this is about. Well, we have uh, just a really cool team of small group leaders here at Spring Hills. We've been so blessed with people who have felt called and gifted for that role of helping people in our church uh build meaningful relationships with one another, but then also helping them identify where they can grow and encouraging them to take their next steps in their walk with the ah, Lord. I see what you did there. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> yep. And next, so I underlined it. Next, next steps. steps. Got it. <laughs> but so basically the, this series is going to be a way to just really harness that. I'm so sorry. My phone's ringing. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. Oh, do you mind? Podcast edit. Oh, she's even going to answer it. <laughs> oh so my goodness. Can I <laughs> no, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. So this sorry. is going to be great. Can I comment while you do this? Yes. Okay. Hello? Oh. <laughs> I'm talking in the oh, microphone. Oh, yeah, she talked in the microphone to Glenn, try Glenn, to... I'm on the podcast. We're recording a podcast, Glenn. <laughs> oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> you fucking died. What did he say? He said it's okay. I'm oh, it was pocket a pocket dialed. dial. You, I'm so sorry. you felt like it was necessary enough to answer a pocket dial. Great. He's hanging a TV for me. Oh my goodness. Oh. I'm so sorry. No, this is great. I love it. I'm gonna keep this all in there. I don't too. know. <laughs> There's no way I'm taking this please out. This no, is, please no, no. This is this is quality quality. Um, okay, so next steps. Um, back to that. Thanks for the interruption, Glenn. <laughs> oh my um, word. Glenn, if you guys don't know, Glenn Alexander has been heading up our facilities oh, over the past. you're seriously leaving um, this in. So I'm seriously leading this in, leaving this in. This is not leaving. Um, all right. Go ahead. Next step. Yeah. So next step. So what we want for these small group leaders who have been faithfully leading, not just one semester, but there's many of them who lead semester after semester. We want to give them what they need to continue growing in their ability to do that role really well. And so uh, we have a really great way to train up new small group leaders that I think that training really helps people sort of understand the way we do that here. But we want to give leaders the opportunity long term where over, you know, multiple years of attending Spring Hills, they can experience growth in their leadership ability as, right. as small group leaders. And so the Next Steps uh, podcast series, basically what we're going to do is uh, we are borrowing from a really cool ministry called Seven Stages, and they split the spiritual growth process into seven different stages. And so we're going to help small group leaders be able to identify where each group member is at, or maybe just where a couple are at, and then identify the best next steps to prompt those people to take. And so that's what to get to the next, stage. to get to the next stage. Exactly. So this podcast series is going to be going through the steps sort of one at a time. How do you identify these people? What do these people need when they're in that stage and what kinds of things can you prompt them to do to Great. keep growing? And this also, if you're not a small group leader, uh, first of all, if you're not in a small group, get right. in a small group because you have small <laughs> groups, they're growing. Um, they're awesome. There's a lot of really cool ones. There's archery mm -hmm. and there's, 
Um, my my personal favorite is the one I'm doing where we watch a TV show and then talk about <laughs> it. Um, so uh, lots of small groups. But also, if you're not a small group leader and you want to be, uh, you can always talk to Gerilyn to do that. But my point on saying this is this is also useful for people that are not small group leaders at this right. point. So you can also get a lot out of the seven stages and this podcast series, right? Totally. Well, and then it's even really helpful, I think, in your own spiritual journey to be able to identify where you're at and what kind of next steps would be good for you. And then maybe with um, parents who are wanting to just raise up their children to grow spiritually or uh, wanting to really minister to friends who are in the process of spiritual growth, this is just going to be ways that the church can help each other grow. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So um, give me a little example of why we're doing this then. So why is this important? Why do you feel like this is the next step for you to be taking as the small groups director? Well, something that we've really observed just in the past year in our church family is just a really increased appreciation and how important it is for uh, us to have a lot of people in our church who are spiritually mature, who are growing in their spiritual maturity, because spiritual immaturity uh, can really hinder the church. If you have, we, th- I think of, I used to be a children's director uh, for kids ministry. I used to be a children. I used to be a children. <laughs> I used to be a children's director for a kids ministry. And, uh, you know, we talk about like the ratios of uh, team members that you need for the kids that you have. And if they're in the nursery, the ratio is almost one to one. Like you, you need a pair of arms for every single infant that you have. And that's similar in the church where we really want to raise up leaders who are capable of caring for the new believers that we bring into our church family. Because if it's just a couple leaders with a a bunch of, you know, spiritual babies, there's no shame in that. We all have to be babies at some point. But um, we really need to be prompting people to step up to the plate and grow, grow older um, in their spiritual maturity. Yeah, someone to walk alongside them to make sure that they are growing. Otherwise, it's like you just get stagnant. And I mean, even what you're talking about with the small group leader, small group leaders, if you've been leading a small group now, we started doing this this small group system, I think, in 2017. Yeah, I think you're right. So we're, we're going on like three, three and a half, four years. And there's probably been some leaders that have had times in that span where they felt like, okay, I've led this group four times now. And they're probably just feeling like they might be stagnant. Like, right. what do I do next? What's next? So they need the information of like, and it's not like anybody is so spiritually mature that they'd, they've stopped growing. Totally. You know, like that's, it's going to be relevant to everybody. Absolutely. Let's yeah. talk about spiritual maturity and uh, what role it has within the church. I think that it, that's what we're mentioning a little bit where when we equip spiritual leaders within our church, then that really is going to help everyone grow. Like we want to get to a point where we have a lot of people who can care and that makes it so that we're even ready to receive more fruit from our ministry, more people to come become new believers. And I think God blesses, you know, incubators that are ready to take care of, um, of young believers. And so we've, uh, just noticed from this program, the seven stages, if you want to check it out, it's called seven dash stages.org. Uh, but they talk about just some of the root causes of spiritual immaturity. So some of the things that might lead some people to attend church for, you know, five years to a decade, but remain in a spiritually immature state. And a lot of that comes from not having a very good understanding of the gospel, not really understanding the ways that we uh, become a Christian and grow in our faith, not really understanding foundational biblical knowledge. These are things that are so important if we're going to grow. They might be unsure of their spiritual identity in Christ. Uh, They might have unaddressed sinful habits or unresolved past hurts. These are all things that 
uh, hinder us in our growth in different stages. And so we really want to uh, be able to also uh, press into areas where we disagree. We were talking this morning with a bunch of the pastors from Sonoma County just about how important it is to be unified within our church and within our churches in this county. And so what does it look like to work through sources of division? What does it look like to um, press into that. So that's where we want to build spiritual maturity, but we also have an appreciation for like the roots of spiritual immaturity right, that can right, linger. Right. Where did you find this program? Uh, it's really cool. Uh, my parents have a relationship with the missionaries that developed it and their missionaries in China. And, uh, and so they developed this program and really had a heart to uh, make it an app that any church can use anywhere. So okay. it's specifically for their design for their ministry, but a lot of what they... So is this an app people can download? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, the Seven Stages app. And did you already say it's that? It's pretty good. No, I oh, don't good. think I did. I was like, no, you're you good. I forgot <laughs> already. Oh my goodness. No, you're good. And it's really cool. So... Cool. Okay. Well, let's talk about what the seven stages are then. Yeah. So the I don't even know. This is this is going to be great. I'm super excited. <laughs> I'm going to make a list here. I love it. I That's love awesome. Lists. If I had lists a list of things I love doing, making lists would be on top of that list. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yeah, so the seven different stages, uh, we'll be talking about all seven of them really briefly today, but then okay. diving much deeper into them, okay, like cool. one at a time in the future. Um, but the first one we call a guest and it's a really, the next one is called a uh, seeker. So steps one and two are guest and seeker. And those are both pre-Christian states. So those are before somebody who has decided to follow Jesus. But it's really important to not assume that everybody who is a guest in your church or just in your home even, you don't want to assume that they're a seeker. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between those two. And if you assume they're a seeker, you can kind of shoot yourself in the foot in helping them take their next step because their next step is not to become a believer. <laughs> it's to become a seeker. And so seekers are asking questions about God. They're, you know, intrigued or at least open to consider who he is and what he's done. But guests are, they might be just like blatantly against God and just have no interest Happen in talking to be at about church him because their family forced them to come. Exactly. Exactly. They might have, you know, baggage and past hurts with Christians that make them just completely turned off to God. And so if you talk to them, assuming that, you know, they want to learn about God, you're, they're going to be frustrated and they're not going to be able to grow to become a seeker right. when you're doing that. Okay. And then, uh, stage three is the new believer, the convert, uh, they make the decision to follow Jesus. So that's where the seeds of the gospel have really started to grow and sprout through the ground. You can see new life within them. And then, but that stage comes before really embracing the identity of a follower. So stage four is a follower. So you can, some people become believers. They might say, you know, Jesus, I believe you are who you say you are. And they may remember a point in time where they prayed a prayer and were told, you know, now your, your eternal <laughs> security is locked in place. You're going to heaven no matter what. But then they go on living their life without paying attention to what it means to follow Jesus. And so we really want people to not only become converts, quote unquote, but also to become followers of Jesus. Because he says in watching The Chosen, that's so powerful to me to see him over and over again saying, follow me, follow me. And so uh, we want to help new believers become true followers, not just stay in that new believer stage. Right. 
And then um, after people become true followers, that's where they're really ready to serve effectively. Can I, before you move on to step yeah. five, going to the new believer, one thing that I always, um, there's, I've had plenty of conversations with people is there's a misconception with people that they think that there's a prerequisite to be able to come to Jesus right. and accept him as your savior. Like, oh, I need to, I need to take care of this first. I right. need to cut this out of my life before I come to Jesus. And it's like, no, and even again, talking about the chosen specifically in mm-hmm. the episode that my group's gonna be talking about tonight, he says, uh, he didn't, he, you know, he didn't come for the healthy, yeah. the healthy don't need the doctor, the sick people do. And so yeah. it's like, if you needed to get better before you go to, to the doctor, then why are you going to the doctor? You know, right. like that kind of thing. So that um, I've, I've had conversations with people where they legitimately are like, oh, I need to get my life straightened out. Then I can have a relationship with Christ or whatever. That's a good point. Um, so that that's the big distinguisher between those two, right? So like right. new believer and then a follower, you're following after, I mean, you make that decision to follow after you become a believer, but you don't need to be you don't got to get cleaned up before you take a bath. Exactly. That's <laughs> right? really good. That's really good. And I think people can fall into the mistake, though, of, you know, misunderstanding where somebody's at and they treat someone like a seeker when they really are a new believer. Oh, no. And- now my phone's ringing. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Obviously, that's fine. It. No, you can answer. I'm I don't so even know sorry. who it is. I don't know that number. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Keep going. So, yeah. So, uh, a new believer. Uh, like you said, we don't have expectations on you to become a new believer. Anyone can be welcomed into the family of God. But if you're going to call yourself a follower, there is sort of a place where it's helpful to step in and say, hey, just so you understand, this you know, is this is, is what a follower does. And and sometimes that can feel uncomfortable and like you might be calling someone out and there's a lot of, you know, stigma around that mm-hmm. kind of behavior. But we want to make sure that it's within the context of understanding where someone's at and their spiritual growth. You wouldn't necessarily say to a brand new believer, like, okay, you got to throw away all of this. And you, mm-hmm. you know, like overnight you need to become a spotless follower of Jesus. It's, it's te- identifying their next baby steps right. type of thing. Right. And so then stage five. So stage five. So stage five, uh, is an effective server. And so this is a little bit different because at Spring Hills, we really welcome anyone to join what we call the Spring Hills team. And so you can be a greeter, you can be work at the coffee bar. There's all kinds of roles that you can have regardless of what stage you're at in your spiritual progress. But then there's some roles, a small group leader is one of them, where we have a certain set of expectations. We really want to be able to identify that you are a follower of Christ. You're not a new believer who... Uh, is still learning what that even means, but you have walked with Christ for a little while, and that means that you're ready to serve. And so you're ready to... And the to point s- of that is so you're not misleading people, because right. it's not even out of a bad intention, right. maybe, but it's just out of maybe you just didn't know something, and you're, you know, been misinformed at some point in your life, and, you know, something like that. Exactly, exactly. And the way that you serve and the reason that you're serving is completely different. It might be as simple as still, you can still be serving in these roles where you're serving coffee, literally. You're literally serving someone or you're cleaning something, literally, but you're not doing it to make yourself look awesome. You're doing it to just help God's church. And also the, the benefit of that for yourself is you're around Christians. Exactly. You're going to mature because you're going to be around Christians. Just yes. like joining a small group is going to do the same thing, having the community around you to I mean, you could be working in the coffee kiosk and just all of a sudden ask one of your, you know, not coworkers, but uh, what's that team called? The coffee team? Is that, no, that's not coffee the Coffee bar team? 
Whatever. <laughs> we should know. <laughs> the folks that make the coffee. And you ask <laughs> them just, espresso team. The espresso team. There it is. Um, but asking the question just that popped into your head and you're, you're going to be standing next to somebody that might be spiritually more mature right. in their walk. Right. And be able to answer the question for you. And then it's just it's just a great circle that's going to be now somebody else is going to join the espresso bar and you're going to be the one to answer the question next right. time. You know? Right. Um, so, yeah, being being effective servers, that's number five, right? And and as a server, this really stage in your spiritual growth where you learn about about a lot about your spiritual gifts. You learn the kinds of things that God has uniquely equipped you to do. And so th- you might serve in an area and find out this really is not <laughs> where I am meant to be. This is really not working in terms of the way I feel God has gifted me. And in that serving stage, there's it's just so important to not get locked into something without realizing that you can explore other areas and yeah. learn about learn about your spiritual and, gifts. And there's no shame in that. Exactly. I mean, I was yeah. a youth pastor, and after a few years, I was like, this isn't for me. Sure, sure. Like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. You were, I right. mean, it's probably the same thing with yeah. children's ministry, right? It's not right. that you're like, no, I don't love the children. Right. It's, you're just like, this is not where I'm called to be. Right. And that sometimes just happens with the team you're on. Exactly. But exactly. there are people that embrace the teams. I've, I love it because there's people that embrace the teams that they're on. And it's like, I love how much people embrace it. Just like yes. the, the greeting, the greeter team, the uh, King's crew, yes. whatever it is, the Disney, I don't know, is it still called the Disneyland team that, Oh yeah, that helps. Our I don't know if that's still what it's called. But, there was um, the sweetest woman today, like getting all our flowers in yeah. shape, and they're beautiful and blooming. I'm like, yes, thank you. I know, and it's a huge need. <laughs> like it that's is. something it's so that's beautiful. it's yeah, it's it's a blessing to the church. Okay, number are we on stage six now? Yeah, so stage six is called a leader. So this is again where these can get a little bit confusing because we call our small group leaders leaders, but I would argue that you can be in a uh, server stage as a small group leader and leaders are a little bit different where they're saying, you know, I am doing things this way. Come do them with me. Come do these things with me alongside me. And I'm going to, you know, leaders are especially equipped to take care of followers. You would say servers are especially equipped to take care of new believers. It's kind of like as you go on in those stages, you become uh, especially equipped for different types of care. Um, And then leader is different from number seven, which is an equipper. So a leader leads followers, leads other people who are serving alongside them, but an equipper leads leaders. And so as an equipper, you're not necessarily saying, you know, do exactly what I'm doing like I'm doing it, but you're trying to help other people acquire the tools they need to lead other people well. And that's a completely different gift set and a completely different level of maturity to lead leaders than to lead followers. And uh, that's where really no one can say that they have arrived. Because <laughs> if you get where you're dancing in between sort of a leader equipper stage, there, it's constantly changing how you become a really good equipper. I, I always feel like, I, oh my word, I need so much to become a better equipper of other leaders. And so um, it's really not like these seven stages are where we should be the most impressed with the level seven people and like the least impressed with the people who are earlier on in their journey because... It's not like a, not like a seventh degree black belt. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. If anything, if you're still, you know, exploring the follower stage or the server stage, it's like you like stay there and really learn, you know, really g- gain that because sometimes we have to jump around when we almost rush into a leadership role or an equipper role that we're not ready for. I think I did that 
um, in in my early on uh, as a vocational minister, I think I may have rushed into equipper roles when I wasn't ready for that. I was I was still learning what it looked like to to just be a leader right, <laughs> or right, follower. Right, right. Awesome. Um, well, moving on here, talking about the stages of spiritual maturity and the next steps. What's yeah. the difference between let's say the stages and the steps? So yeah, you've got good. steps within each of these stages. I'm guessing, right? That's good. So yeah. So the process of using this information. You using- know that was your question, right? You're telling. You're saying that's good, Garrett. Normally, good people are like good. <laughs> Garrett, great question. And I'm like, thank you. I really Thanks. work hard on these questions. But Gerilyn actually gave me these questions. So um, great I'm asking question. a few of my own, but these are mostly yours. So I'll just say it to you. That's good, Jer. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I work I, with Jer a lot. Just if you guys don't know this, Gerilyn and I spend a lot of time around each other. So I'm allowed to mess with her. It Go feels ahead. good to be comfortable <laughs> or uncomfortable. Anyway. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Anyways, so stages yes, and steps. Stages and steps. So I found when I was talking to people about this, it even for myself it would be confusing about, you know, next steps doesn't necessarily correlate perfectly with like going from one stage to the next stage. There's a lot of next steps that you can take within each of the stages and some of the next steps that you can take apply to multiple different stages that somebody might be in. And so when we're talking about each of these stages going forward, we're going to first of all help people figure out what it looks like to identify what stage someone is in. So when you're leading a small group, you're not only thinking about the curriculum that you're going through or the archery that you're doing. You're also having an eye out to just collect data on the members that you don't know very well and be able to say, oh, that kind of shows me what stage this person is in. And once you've understand what stage they're in, that's where you can be really creative in coming up with the right next step to encourage them to take. Because that's what we really need is that prompting um, someone to come alongside us, someone to inspire us, cast vision for us about what the next step might be. And so um, we always, always, always are trying, everyone's trying to take our next step, our next step. But as small group leaders, we want to be equipped to help people identify them. That's our, our, so we're not the ones taking the steps for people. We're just the ones that are like the, the consultant (laughs) coming in and being like, okay, this is where you're at. And this is a really tiny thing that you could do to go a little bit further. Right. Right. Um, so anything else you want, your next question on your list of questions (laughs) is, uh, then when's the next, when is the next next steps podcast? But is there anything else you want to touch on before we get to that? I think that feels great. I'm really excited to be able to uh, just kind of lay out this grid as a common language for our small group leader team, but I expect it'll function as a common language just amongst our Spring Hills team overall that we can be looking out for where people are at in their spiritual maturity and how to help them take their next step. Okay, great. Um, Also, what we're going to be doing here, so I don't know if you have a certain number of these that you want to do. Is it seven of them that you want to do? That's right. Um, Mm -hmm. And then uh, what we're going to be doing is this will be on the main feed of the podcast, but I'm going to set up a separate playlist on YouTube so you can have that. Also, what I could do, and I don't even think I told you this yet, Jared, but if you have somebody that um, just wants to have it like on their, I mean, downloaded or whatever, I can just give them the file as well. Um, if they want easier access to like the straight seven episodes, right. Um, instead of it being on YouTube. So that's also something I could do. Uh, the app, what did you say the app is called? Uh, seven stages. It's the number seven and then dash stages. Okay. And then, um, Oh, I can't read my own writing. Oh, well, <laughs> I can't read my writing. I guess you guys don't get to hear that question. Okay. Um, all right. So this is uh, the next episode is going of the seven stages next steps. 
podcast is going to be when? I think we've been talking about having them come out each Friday. Each Friday. And so we have, uh, it won't be just I know, my I voice. I know this answer. I'm just. <laughs> it won't be my voice just droning at you. We have some really cool leaders who have great experience in some of Your voice is stages. anything but a drone, just so you know. <laughs> I, just, I get a little monotone. You're, so you're going to have, uh, who are you going to have come on? Uh, so we have a couple different people. Uh, Jess Pryor is someone I'm really excited to invite on. She, I call her a local uh, missionary. She works. Uh, oh my goodness, I can't remember the name. Please of where she up. works. <laughs> I'm going to let you suffer on this oh, one because no. I know exactly what it is. Uh, it starts intervarsity. With an I. intervarsity. I'm not going to let you hang on to that long. <laughs> Jess is it's like uh, why can't I remember the name? <laughs> Jess is actually she's married to um, Brennan, who is one of the bassists in the worship band. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and so they're uh, wonderful parts parts of. Oh, our they've been team. on the actually. She was on the podcast. Oh no! I way. brought her on here to talk about intervarsity. Yeah. I love it. That's I mean, perfect. a while ago, and I don't even. I I wish I knew the episode off the top of my head, but yeah. Yeah, Jess is a really uh, person who I would argue has a lot of experience as an equipper and so she's helped uh, lead other leaders and so really a lot of these different stages she's helped people navigate that so I'm really excited to get her insight on these things as well and then also Doug Sagan who leads our starting point ministry uh, he's awesome and just does a great job about creating a safe space for people to ask tough questions mm -hmm. to, to raise their doubts and so especially for people in a seeker stage or who are wanting to grow and helping other people who are seeking he's a great expert for that so we'll bring him on too and he also uh, you're gonna have to you'll have to you'll be the get back coach with me and Doug because Doug and I will start talking about basketball and you're gonna need to be like no 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 <laughs> just get back back, back on, on track. track get back get back get back back on defense um, so okay great this is gonna be awesome we'll do this over the next seven weeks uh, so there actually be there's going to be eight episodes I'm guessing right since we did this one this one's the first right more. this one's zero though episode zero. Oh, <laughs> I think it's actually episode 60 stop no <laughs> no it is actually That's is awesome. on the feed so I have the feed it'll still be episode 65 but I'll make sure it's set it's called uh, sure, sure. episode whatever you want I'll, you, I'll let you name it we'll get this going in uh, in the next next few weeks and you'll see all these episodes pop up on the feed <laughs> <laughs>